to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast, where we are covering Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 23. Now, Chris, I can't remember the last time I really was rubbing my hands and wishing the day away for Friday night at nine o'clock to come. And what did you reckon to tonight's episode? Well, I'll be honest, Dave. I think if Toby hadn't been in the villa, I think Hugo might be nursing a black eye, Dave. (laughs) Whatever side (laughs) of the fence you come on, I think Toby was trying everything he could not to, to go for him. But look, you had Jake there trying to calm Hugo, uh, trying to calm, not Hugo, I'm trying to calm Toby down. And he's like, I can't believe he's done it, he's snake it. What I would say is, and this is where I stand on it, and we said this yesterday's episode, what Hugo did is shit owlsery of the biggest fucking mm. order, in my opinion. It's not mm-hmm. about whether he's right or wrong, because Toby's a fucking idiot. He's an absolutely disgrace the way he's been. But I have no... I have none, all three of these been this little triangle. I have I've got no affection towards, I don't care. Yeah. Chloe will drop whoever she gets with. She'll drop Hugo if she can. If some other guy comes in, it means she's going to stay in the villa. Don't disillusion yourself, people, that that is not going to happen because it is. She is going to do the same thing because straight away, when we get to the VT, she's like, I've never had a friend. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, fucking Hugo. You're not getting your end away, son, because that's all he's done it for. He's not done it for the greater good. He's not done it for Chloe and, and because Toby, this bullshit about we're family and, you know, we, we argue and we kiss and make up. No, you don't, mate. That's shithousery. However, Toby also gets what he deserves, Dave, because he was terrible. What he didn't give a fuck. So when Chloe said it's been two weeks and we've been together sharing a bed, I forgot it had been that long. And you just dropped me after a couple of conversations. That is the measure of the man. So he doesn't get off scot-free, but all three of them, a game player. And the biggest one now for me is Hugo, the biggest game player of the lot. You know what? I'm sure in our episode one, when I wasn't a fan of this show, I come on and I said, I'm pretty sure what I'm going to see is a bunch of narcissistical bastards. (laughs) (laughs) And and that probably set the tone for our whole uh, series of, of shows that we do. And, and, it is absolutely the same again, and, and I think I think people sometimes think if you if you're laughing or I mean most of the time it's just laughing because it is just this this ridiculous situation and this kind of fate driven environment that drives the ju- drama. But you know if you're calling one person out, it doesn't make the other person right. Yeah, and like you said, all three of them have got their hands in this. None of them come off scot-free. I think Toby, you know, he's just, he's one of those guys who doesn't think that he messes people around. He thinks he's a nice guy, but his actions dictate that he's not. He just keeps messing people around. And he he tries, but he's just a bit shit at explaining himself and stuff. Hugo, 
I mean, we said yesterday, in real life, you will be fucking livid with what he did there. And and I think I do think Toby got the, the words mixed up. To me, two-faced is when you say, oh, you know what, Chris, you, you're a great guy, best mate. And then I go to someone else, I say, fucking Chris is a wanker. <laughs> to me, that is that is yeah. being two-faced. Yeah. But But when you stand up, you're right there. Everyone's in the same environment. It's not being two-faced. It's just being a twat or a see you next Tuesday. Um, and yeah, he <laughs> if he was my mate, I'd be going fucking mad. But because it ramped up the drama, I was loving it. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I defend his actions, you know, for, from a human level. And Chloe, you know, she, all right, she's she was at risk of getting thrown out of the villa there. Um, and I do think it's some of the conversations I, I think she feels because she's a bit older, she's got a bit more experience. She's kind of got the upper hand in that relationship. She's got the power role in that relationship. And I think some of her actions to Toby, you know, she's been acting really in quite an insecure way, but also a bit of an entitled way as well. It's like, how dare you link arms with another girl and, you know, go and speak to her and what have you and it just makes me think i wonder if if you start off a relationship when it's a bit snaky it's a bit you know suspect it's on weak foundations just it, it, it does that creep into the later part of your relationship i know we're only talking like a couple of weeks but they are spending every waking moment together um so yeah i, I do think you know chloe could have rescued that situation if she wasn't being so stubborn about it, I, I think she, in the conversations with Toby, you know, she was almost shutting him down. She was almost putting him in a position where it's like, no, go on, fuck off. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you want to go and talk to that girl, fine, fuck off, but I'm not going to be hanging around. It's only because just after that, there was a recoupling that Chloe's like, oh, fucking shit. <laughs> I didn't tell him that very well. Um, Again, calling out the producers here. Why the fuck are the boys always picking? It's not fair. It's not right. You should have a bit more, you know, it should be 50-50, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. But um, yeah, so so uh, again, Chris, I've gone a little bit around the houses there, but uh, bottom line is all the shower of bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. I loved it, Chris. The first half of this show, um, I, I was loving it. And, and when, what did you reckon to... You know, you've got some of the boys, they're having a different side chat. Seems like Aaron is is like on Hugo's side. Um, and then you've got, I mean, Faye. Faye is suddenly yeah. like Toby's best mate and, and like is saying, oh, it's bang out of order and whatever. What, what do you reckon some of those side conversations before they get into, you know, trying to smooth it over? No, Dave, I think you're really, really right about that. One of the things I picked up when you say about Aaron is it was the dialogue, obviously, fucking... You know, it's Hugo saying about, you know, she's one of my closest friends. No, she's not. She's someone you want to get with, you sneaky little fucker. But I think I'd say I'd say he was right. It's Teddy. Teddy pulled him and was like, You've never said any of this. And he's like, ah, I did, I did. Yeah. And I thought, Teddy, again, he is the fucking king of this bloody villa. He's, he's, he's the oracle, isn't he? He is fucking Gandalf yeah, in there. Brilliant. I know he's not old old but you know he's just the the one with the wise words and he yeah, and, and he was happy to tackle hugo and that's when you got squir uh, squirming fucker hugo like i did you didn't what 
what I would have accepted in, in this whole situation was if you could pull Toby to the side and said, look, mate, I think you've been a little bit muggy. Can you, I think you need to watch what you're doing because I might have to react, you know, if when it comes to recoupling. If it had given him heads up and then Hugo did it, Dave, I'd be the first one stood up going, this is amazing. Wow, Hugo got a set of bollocks. What a guy. But because it was, it's like listening to me and you talking now and all of a sudden I just lay it on you like that and you're like, hang on a minute, you're just fucking talking to him a minute ago. And I, and I don't buy the family stuff. That's just in backtracking, Dave. All right, families will do anything. My fucking family, you, your family, whoever. Families are ruthless, Dave. There's always somebody you're falling out with in your families because they, you're, unfortunately you're related to and they're not your friends. You can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family. And some of them are awfully my family. That's just life at the end of the day. But I don't buy any of that. He's not fucking Dominic Toretto. He thinks he's fucking Vin Diesel out of Fast and Furious, our family. El family. He's like, no, mate, you're a fucking <laughs> school teacher. Who he's just play, he's just playing the game. He's playing Love Island. And look, when this finishes, it'll be like Hugo Schmugo. Who the fuck's he? Oh, yeah, that's him. We won't be bothered about him, but while we're watching it for what we see, he's a dick. And I mean, Aaron and Liam were saying to him, they're like, oh, yeah, I applaud you. But back you up and that. And I'm thinking, I don't, they must be seeing more than what we are. I agree. Toby just flip flops. It was out of order, but it's more the principle of what Hugo did that I'm annoyed at. Because if my friends did that, as I said yesterday, I would be fucking livid, like you said before. I I think it's it comes back to what I was trying, and I'm not sure I succeeded in saying before. Wherever you shift your gaze, you can find blame in all three of them. Yeah, and and I think if if they're you know they're with Hugo. They're probably thinking about, well, Toby, you know, he's been fucking all over Chloe this last two weeks and they've got over, the, you know, or seemingly got over all the, you know, the messy start that they had. But actually, you know, they, they seem to be getting on quite well. There seems to be quite a lot of chemistry there. Girl comes in, takes a shine to Toby. Next minute, he's picking her. Yeah. So... Yeah. I, I'm thinking that Aaron and Liam are possibly thinking more about that and the fact that I, I'm sure they said something about Toby needed to be called out. Yeah. Um, so so if they're focused on Toby, then that's why they're speaking in that way. I don't necessarily think they're saying, oh, yeah, uh, Hugo, I'd have gone about that exactly the same way. Yeah. And and the thing is, you know, we, we, we often talk about, you know, how much of the producer's hands are in this. And I, I, I don't know. I've got a feeling in my gut that, you know, the producers have a, you know, they'll ask them, who are you going to pick beforehand? And then they'll readjust the order to maximize the drama. But I don't know if the other Islanders, you know, if they're all, you know, absolutely, you cannot. If we catch you on camera sharing who you're going to pick, you're out. Um, I, I can imagine something like that is, is said. So when I think back to that speech by Hugo, it it did seem just a bit emotional and off the cuff. I think he thought that, you know, Toby would pick Chloe and then he'd he'd pick Georgia because, you know, he said there's nothing going to happen, but, you know, it's a bit of a, it's another friendship couple uh, for Hugo. I, I think that's what he was preparing for. And then because he's been a bit taken aback and, uh, you know, I, I honestly can't really remember what Toby said that was so wrong that riled up Hugo. 
that's what's made him react mm. the way he did. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the only way I can rationalize it in my head, that it was a bit emotional for someone like Hugo, who does his best to be a nice guy all the time. He puts a lot of energy into coming off like the nice guy. And I, I think just a little bit of it spilled over there. And, and it was a bit of an emotional speech and not a prepared one. No, yeah, and you could be right. You Look, I could be doing a Hugo, a massive disservice. I, I could be. I don't know whether I am, Dave, because what I've seen, I don't believe that. But I'm happy to heat, 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 even heat it up. I'll, I'll eat humble pie if I'm wrong, guys. You know me, I will. But, Dave, obviously, I mean, Hugo did the same for Kaz, didn't he, as well, Dave? You know, he had a right go at Toby for doing that to Kaz. <laughs> I honestly can't remember. No, I saw I'm you put it in the piss. Discord. The oh, right, right. Okay. I saw it in the Discord and I was like, I don't remember that. No, no, that's the whole point. That's the whole <laughs> he point. Okay. okay. Sometimes the, the sarcasm is, is yeah, you know, when you're just reading the text, yeah. <laughs> it's lost. Well, well, what, right. well, what I'd get to is Chloe and Toby have that chat in the bedroom. Chloe's well within her rights to have a pop at him, no problem at all. She has a pop at him. It doesn't go anywhere. Toby's way articulates himself. He's fucking goddamn awful, Dave, at times. When he gets in a confrontational situation, he doesn't know how to react at all. And Chloe, she sort of put him in knots, really, and stormed off. And look, she was right to do that. She couldn't understand what he did. He was even trying to leave the door open. And I'm like, Toby, for fuck's sake, mate, just leave it. You're not, you know, he's, he's almost sitting like, well, he doesn't necessarily think we're he, over. He doesn't want to be the, he doesn't want to be the bad guy though. That's, That's the, the thing. I know, exactly. It, it's, it's, it, I, the guy's logic is unbelievable, Dave. And he, and his lack of awareness of what he's doing. And in, in, in even in the social spectrum, he's quite worrying really, because he's going to go through life doing this to people and not thinking he's <laughs> at fault. He's, he's 21, Chris though, isn't he? He's, he's, Half our age. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, he's 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 got plenty of time to you know reflect and have a look at himself. And again, you know, though Chloe, she doesn't ever let him finish a sentence. She'll say like, "Can you let me finish?" And then he's saying something, but she doesn't let him finish. Mm. So again, I've got no horse in the race with Chloe either. Uh, but my favourite bit from that whole heart to heart, Chris was Aaron kind of opening <laughs> the door, walking in. He must have been thinking, oh, fucking hell, of all the places to walk <laughs> into. And the music stops and everything, doesn't it, as he awkwardly sort of shuffles past. No, and you're right. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. It wasn't. And you know, I, I said about Hugo, there was a little bit of dialogue. So they all get in bed right, and he's in there with, Chloe and Hugo is definitely thinking, I am definitely dipping my bread in tonight. He thinks he is fucking on. He's even got his special fucking boxes on and everything. And he says the line, Dave, which is exactly what I, I said he is the type of guy. And, it, and even Toby called him out on it. You're the guy, you know, he sort of swoops in. He says to her while he's sort of cuddling and they're having a chat about Toby. She's just totally fixed on Toby. Hugo could be anybody she sat next to with Chloe. And obviously you've got Hugo then, uh, you got, sorry, you got Toby, sorry. Toby's then cuddling Abby and they're chatting and she's rubbing his face and all that. But Hugo says a line, Dave, which for me sums up his whole game plan. And he simply says to us to sort of cuddle together, you need a nice person who will treat you well. Oh, hello. Is this the same person you're sharing your bed with who's randomly just stood up for you from nowhere in the fucking three weeks that I've known you? But I, we are close friends, but I'm the guy who could treat you that well. 
Good stuff, Hugo. You can see right <laughs> through know, that fucking plan, mate. You know what? Um, what it reminds me of. You ever seen the movie uh, Daddy's Home yes. with Will Ferrell oh, and Mark Wahlberg? Great film. Great film. <laughs> Will Ferrell's giving giving the son his stepson the the pep talk about women and and saying what you need to do is you need to be firmly in the friend zone. And then when <laughs> when she's crying because her boyfriend's dumped her, you're going to be right there. Exactly. <laughs> Good old Hugo. <laughs> Hugo has watched Daddy's Home. And thought, oh, nice. I like that style. <laughs> <laughs> the second one's a belter with um, John Cena and Mel Gibson as his dad as well. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant but Dave, and then, I mean, all right, I've had a go at Hugo. The next day, Toby, and like you say, you're right, he's 21 years old. I've got a daughter who's pretty much the same age. He, he, he's 21 years old. And what does he do? Instead of just staying under the radar, letting everyone the girls are all slagging off. Toby, while Abby sat in the corner and they know what they're doing, they're all slaying him. She feels that awkward. Toby brings a drink out, Dave, with Teddy. And I'm like, oh, mate, please read the fucking room. This is not the time to come out and make it worse. But he does. That, that was fucking bad. I think that was ill judged, yeah, wasn't it? Was you know, literally the day after. And you, you're bringing them up a coffee and stuff. I know. Ah, it's just fucking Chloe stood, sort of sat rather, right there. Yeah, I, I thought maybe that was the day to not bring the coffees up. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant, Dave. It's really good. And then, I mean, look, we get Millie and Liam on a date. But I don't think... Well, just, just before we go there, though, what did you think to, you know, Hugo goes over... And he tries to smooth it over with Toby, who's who's talking to Abby. Abby's telling him, forget about it. Toby is fucking fuming, but very, very aware that the cameras are there. Yeah. What did you reckon to that? The way Hugo was trying to smooth it over and, I mean, Toby was having none of it. Look, Toby's on very thin ice anyway, isn't he? Let's be honest. We've, we've said this numerous times, the way he's acted. He's on thin ice. I just think Hugo's doing it for his stake in the actual villa, Dave. I don't think he's doing it because of that. I think he, what he's done is, like you say, he, and to be honest, the way Hugo went at Toby a couple of times trying to apologize in front of the guys, he tried to do it one-on-one, was like, give it to me and all that. His play didn't work. He didn't get the reaction from Chloe. And he's also lost a friend. It made me laugh, though, at the end. Look at Toby's like, well, I'm not texting him back. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I just like, oh, I'm, look, I, I, I don't believe it was completely sincere, but it was nice that Hugo was trying to build that bridge, but he's gone too far, Dave. Whichever side you're on, that relationship's finished. I, I would be amazed if they hug and make up. You know what? And this possibly makes you sound like a terrible person, Chris, but I think this was the moment where Hugo maybe had to drop the nice guy act. You know, instead of going up there, it's like, you know, brother, let's have it, you know, and he's trying to just act as if nothing's happened at all, you know, and he's fair play to go up to him because there's no way Toby was going to go up to him. He's preferred to just shout his barbs like when they're having a toast and whatever it's like for two-faced snakes or something like that, whatever he said. And Lucinda's like, Who's he on about? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? fuck me, Lucinda. Just, <laughs> you're right there. Um, 
But I was thinking in that situation, I, I, I was thinking if it was me, I think I'd have been throwing a few barbs back at, at Toby. Yeah. You know, rather than he's just, Hugo's trying to like, you know, act on the same level and like, oh yeah, you know, look, we had this discussion and it's all totally fine. I don't know. I just, I just there's something in my gut that says he needed to ramp it up there to to talk to him on the same level. And I'm sorry, but that probably was a bit of an aggressive, a more sounding aggressive level. You know, like it's like Toby. Look, you've acted like a fucking prick, right? You've been with this girl for two weeks. That fucking pissed me off, right? For me, that kind of dialogue is how blokes react. It's how they communicate sometimes. And when you're in a heated moment, it's not the same as communicating when you're in just a, a, a regular, you know, oh, should we go, go have a dip today? Or And yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think, Chris? Because I, I don't know if I'm just maybe a, uh, I've got short man syndrome or something. <laughs> but I, I think for me, if that was me, I would be a little bit more, not, not like over the top. And, you know, if it escalated, you know, that's the time to, to maybe back it down. I just thought he had to match Hugo's annoyance there to really get through to him. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. I think, I think that might've been a good call, but if he did act in an aggressive way, because of what had happened, that wouldn't have gone, I think he literally might have had a brawler, Dave. I think Toby might have gone for him, although the lads may have had to step in because I honestly think Hugo should have done it before the recoupling and he should have sat him down. I agree. Liam and, and Aaron were like, yeah, he needed to be sat down. They didn't, them two didn't have the mm. bottle to do it. Fair folks to Hugo for doing it. He's like, oh, what have I done? What have I done? Look, he's a teacher, Dave. He has, he has to have authority in, in his job. Otherwise, people will literally just walk all over him. Maybe he was just like, I'm going to try a tact. It might be a teaching technique, you know, and, and he's thinking, right, I'll use it, even though they're the same age, pretty much. You think, right, this this will work. And it didn't fucking work. Toby's very immature. He's not a 21-year-old lad. He looks like a 21-year-old lad. He's he's pretty good-looking lad, Dave. He's got the body and everything, but his mm, actual yeah. immaturity level, he's a lot younger than, than 21. And, and the way he reacts, like I said, the stuff with the drink, you could be right. I, I honestly think that would have gone a bad way if that had happened. But you could be right. I just think that there was no way he was going to get through to Toby there. No. Approaching it the way he did. Now, maybe, maybe that was the right way, you know, because it didn't escalate. You know, it wasn't a Australia season one, you know, where you've got Eden and Grant crap, you know, going at it. That certainly didn't uh, end well. Fucking brilliant for us, the viewers, but <laughs> it's ace. <laughs> you know? It's ace. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I just think he had to communicate at the same level, at least temporarily, to Toby because Toby's in a mode where he's he's completely ignoring the fact about what he's done. His focus is one hundred percent on Hugo. He doesn't understand that he's done anything wrong at all, yeah. and that's why I just think that that change in tactics on communication was necessary in that specific moments yeah Dave and, well, and explain it that way you, you are absolutely correct and I, and I think what's worrying is Toby's going to do this to Abby if someone in Casa Amor shows him a bit of action he is fucking off and all this stuff we're going on about Hugo we, we might be turning around I might be the first one to applaud Hugo and go Hugo great guy you were completely correct in what you did mate I'm wrong so I, I think this will play out over the next few days Dave definitely 
But the thing is, I mean, we'll talk about Casa Amor in a bit, I guess, but I mean, because there's such, there's going to be such a short time for Abby and Toby to be together. It's not going to be a massive surprise if he goes off with someone else, no, is it? No, not at all. Not at all. So I don't think it's quite like for like, you know, with, they say like, you know, a, a day is a week, a week is a month in this place because you're spending every wake, waking moment together. So like I say, I think the fact that they've been together, Toby and Chloe, for two weeks, for all the, the Islanders, it feels like a long time. Yeah. But after that brief uh, tangent, Chris, let's move off them. Yeah. So you were saying about Liam and Millie. Yeah, the date that never was really, Dave. I didn't really care. I was like, they're sweet together. They're a good couple. Liam really has come out of himself. It's not just, you know, he has a real affection towards Millie. And they're a great couple, Dave, but they're not bringing the action, are they, at the moment? Whether he gets tested or she gets tested in Casa or more. I mean, we, what, 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 I suppose it's one of them. We're more prone to say that the guys are going to be the ones who cheat or whatever, but you just don't know, Dave. If someone comes in and Millie's absolutely blown away, she could, she could, you know, try it out, see if she wants to do it. Liam might do it. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly think, that unfortunately it would have been a great day, but because of the drama, I'm thinking, fuck this day <laughs> off. Stop wasting my camera time. Get get back to the <laughs> villa. You know, because it, it, I don't know about you, but it, it was lovely. And I, I can't, I've got no axe to grind with either of them two. It just wasn't where the drama was, Dave. I wanted it to be back at the villa. Yeah, but I think they're going along nicely, aren't yes. they? I mean, it, I agree. It was a bit of a come down after all the drama. I thought that was, I thought that was going to fill the episode. It, it didn't really. Um, so when you had the date, and I always think, oh great, it's their first date. Well, they were in the hideaway, dressed up as a fucking nurse, and got the whips out and handcuffs and whatever. <laughs> it just, it seems a bit, bit arse about face, so to speak. I'm sure it was. Um, so. Yeah, it was an all right day. I think these are, are slight dark horses for the uh, at least top three, Chris. These look pretty strong. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw in the early days there was that absolute, you know, raw sexual chemistry between them. And they they don't particularly, they're not in the thick of the drama or anything, but they're not saying stupid shit at the moment. But I don't know. I, I think they're just going along nicely. Yeah, I think so, Dave. But then, Dave, things were already up shit streak. And then our good friend Hannah started taking the piss out of me, Dave, because she said on our Discord, oh, look, Chris, it's Jake and Liberty. What's coming next? <laughs> oh, yeah. The girlfriend <laughs> fucking thing. Oh, Dave. Look, you know, I, I'm not adverse to a bit of romance, Dave. Even as I'm getting older, I do like that. But if I was going to ask her to marry me, like when I asked Sam to marry me, Dave, I wish I'd asked Sam in a better way than I did ask to marry her. We've been together 23 <laughs> years, as you know. You know, I, I got into a fight in a nightclub, got thrown out. I'd already proposed to her with a sombrero on. Woke up the next morning thinking, what the hell have I done? And then proposed to her again completely naked, Dave. And it was probably the worst proposal ever, but we're still together. So I would have loved to have done something like this that they do if it was a proposal of marriage. Not when you've been a girlfriend. I know it's for the show. I know all that. And I'm going to read something, Dave. I don't know if you can you can understand what this from, but I've got a little insert. And, and I think... Are you ready for this, Dave? Go on. Okay. We could have been so 
good together. We could have lived this dance forever. But now, who's going to dance with me? Please stay. It sounds like a fucking funeral, Chris. Is that that George Michael lyrics, is whisper, it? Yeah. That careless whisper. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love, Dave? I love that. When they were fucking doing the whole boyfriend and girlfriend, the producers were laughing everyone off. What were they playing? Fucking true colours, Dave. Your true colours come shining through. And I'm like, they know that Jake's going to fucking do the dirty on her in Castle Moor. I'm not buying it. We're all waiting for that, aren't we? We're all waiting for some blonde with cracking feet. Feet, yeah, yeah. Nothing <laughs> else, just the him. feet, yep. Just the feet um, to go after him and really test him. Um, now, what I did appreciate, Chris, this wasn't as bad and drawn out as some of the other things where you've got like a whole bloody episode almost dedicated to this elaborate treasure hunt or something. You know, Jake's a bit more simple than that, isn't he? So, you know, he sends up Hugo. Um, Liberty's asking, you know, uh, what's going on? What's going on? Hugo says, uh, well, you got to have faith. <laughs> come this way. <laughs> He's like, come here. Let's go outside. <laughs> Well, she also said, didn't she, as well, because the music wasn't that good, Dave. She did say to him, never going to dance again, so that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> he got no rhythm. these heels. <laughs> can't be a bit of George Michael, Dave. You can't, but yeah. That, that I'll never get old. Uh, uh, well, I, I will get old already there. Um, that will never get old. <laughs> no, no. We're two children, aren't we? We're calling Toby out. Absolutely. We're being a pair of fucking ch- children, but... Paradise. Yeah, Paradix. You're right. You're right, Dave. Let's call it what it is. But no, I do think, look, it was all nice. It was all lovey dovey. Had these little bracelet things. But what I wanted to sort of coincide with this, Dave, is people on the Facebook are like, Jake's going to break a heart. He is going to break a heart, Dave. And I, I can just see it. I just, I really hope he doesn't because Liberty is really nice. But I just think he's going to do the dirty on it. And if he doesn't and he comes out unscathed, I will be the first one again, like the Hugo thing we told, but I'll be the first one to say, you know what? I got it wrong. Yeah, but here though, Chris, is where I have a different problem. So that's that's all speculation. And we've all been waiting for that. And you know what? Jake might have just played us. Yes. He might have played us as the audience. He might have put out there, you know, all these feelers about, you know, we've got to be tested making us think that he's going to cheat and then he doesn't. And then that's his redemption when he comes back from Casa Ramor on his own. We will, I will definitely feel played if that happens. What I have a problem with, so she does say the L word, doesn't she? Yes. Says she loves him. Now I'm thinking, well, this is the point when you, you know, if, if you're not in love, Jake, fair enough, you don't, you don't have to say it, but you have to say something. You you could even say I'm falling for you, or you know the the lesser of I'm in love with you. Yeah. What did he do? He goes off to celebrate with the lads, you know, jumping around like he's scored a fucking goal in the FA Cup final. <laughs> I was like, well, say something back. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not it's not a celebratory moment with your mates. You know what I mean? I I was just 
I found it really, really odd that he didn't say anything back to that. No, and you know what, Dave? I had not picked up on that. I had to go back and watch it. But Amber Gill, obviously, previous winner, she actually put, and I'm going to read out one of the tweets because I thought it was, it was brilliant, Dave. I did not pick up on that at all. And she put, you wonder why her side eye, Jake. So she obviously knows this something like, right. Our girl says she loves him and he doesn't even reply. Just shouts to the rest of the people. Is that not a red flag? Hashtag Love Island. Absolutely. She's completely Amber. Red flag. And I know she listens and tunes into this show, Dave. So, Amber, we do applaud you. <laughs> oh, I and, and <laughs> I'm sure I saw a tweet from her about, you know, I, I might have to not watch this because of Casa Amor coming up and what have yeah. you. Um, but, Chris, I, I see we've hinted at it a couple of times. We get the hint at the end, don't we? We get the, to see the Casa Amor. Pink neon sign there. So what do you reckon? That, that's got to be Sunday, hasn't it? I think it? it is Sunday, Dave. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I honestly think it's we're going to see some fucking messy relationships breaking up here. I really are. And I love the anticipation from both sides. And what they usually do, the girls are usually sat there, aren't they, on the chairs? And they're sat sat there, and it's the guys when they come in, Dave. Oh, fucking hell. It's, it's proper toe curling. I love it. It's going to be the old, right, I've got a text. Right, girls, you're going out for a spa day or, you know, guys, you're going out to a restaurant or something. It's like, yeah, we're going out. You know, yeah. we're going out. It's like, you dicks, do you realise what's coming? And, and you know what, though, Dave? You know, we're, we're giving Toby saying he's going to cheat. The actual best way to get Toby back was if Abby hooked up with a guy because she's only been with him for a day or so. Oh, now, I've not even man. thought about that, but that would be the ultimate fucking pie. I'm telling you. She she has got, uh, she's got an absolute game plan. She's all over Toby, you know, from the minute she walked in and when they're in the beds. Actually, I'm going to give Toby a bit of credit here, you know, because Abby was trying to get him to kiss her and stuff in the bed. You can see that... Chloe can hear everything that's being said. And he actually does say, look, you know, I'm just coming out of something. Let's, let's park it a little bit, you know, but she is like hundred percent team Toby at the minute, but I'm not convinced in Casa Amor that's going to be the same. You know, she's, she's met him for like a couple of days maximum. And then Casa Amor starts. So the the only disappointing thing is, Chris, when Casa Amor hits, it's always best when it's the established couples, isn't it? Yeah. You know, do you really care now if Toby or Abby hooks up with someone else? That's true. I mean, it would be a bit funny if Abby walks in with someone and Toby stood there on his own. Um, but, you know, Hugo, you know, is he just going to, friend zone all of the girls like how quickly can he rattle through all of the girls friend zoning them one by one um so don't really care if he couples up with someone or not um you would think that that they will or is this is this a bit of a plan chris is this kind of you know off camera maybe toby and chloe are discussing you know what it'd be such a great thing if you know we're doing this whole friends thing and then we both walk into the villa after Casa Amor together and we realise that it's been there all this time. You know, our second, is it second or third time as being a friend couple, whatever yeah. it is. Um, 
the possibilities are endless, but the ones we've got our eyes on must be, you know, Jake and Liam uh, with Liberty and Millie. Yeah. I, I think probably, oh, what do you reckon to Teddy and Faye? The wall, Dave, she will rip his fucking balls off if he did anything. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking exactly the yeah. same phrase. Yeah, <laughs> she will fucking eat him alive. I, I'll be honest with you, Dave, and I know we. one of our good friends, Terence on Twitter says this, and I don't know how you feel. I'm not feeling this Tyler guy with Kaz, you know. He, he, I mean, Terrence had put, oh, I'm not buying Kaz and uh, Tyler. And, and they just set up Liberty for heartbreak with Casa Amor, you know, because obviously the, the, the good boy. Mm. I'm not feeling him, Dave. We've said it we've, we said it as well yesterday. There's something off about this guy. And, and I, I honestly, he could be a contender in Casa Amor. We've not seen enough of him, I don't think. He, he's definitely, he's made a beeline for Kaz. I hope that's genuine. Like I say, my red flag radar went up when he said how genuine he was. <laughs> you know, it's just automatically bullshit radar. Um, they seem to be getting on quite well, but I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen enough. Yeah. I, and, you know, I need to see him, need to see him talking to other people, having those conversations that aren't just, you know, snogging with cans. No, no. Hey, look, Dave, they could be sweet and, and it could be way off, but they just, I don't know. Bit strange, but I will read out a couple of tweets, Dave. So we've got a couple from our good friend Vivian, and she's put after Jake realizes that no new no one new girl has been interested in, I'm not buying it that that bracelet isn't it that bracelet is an attempt to get him into the finals on Liberty's coattails. And then she's put a picture on of Abby and she's put the most blatant player player I've seen on Love Island. Whoever casts this girl, give them a raise. She has zero zero fucks to give about what people think of her, and I love it. Drams. So, uh, and then she's put in quotes, kind of link you, knowing full well, you know, what happened there. And then uh, Terence has put, Faye is so two-faced. The boys sat there silent and didn't tell Toby about himself. Toby is such a clown and now they won't let you vote him off. Producers are on bullshit. Now, what I would say, Dave, and Terence got a good point, that was bollocks how they're just changing the rules because Toby and obviously Kaz and Tyler, Toby and Abby, they're not even in this voting thing now. They've just completely flipped it, whereas the new people have come in and just fucked off, like you said yesterday about Georgia and uh, Danny and stuff. They've completely flipped it now and gone back to the old rules. They're just making it up as you go along, I think. Yeah. I, I'm not, I don't agree with that, I must admit. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Now, Dave, we've got a few emails, some cracking emails. So first one's from our good friend Lorraine. She sent two emails as she was watching the show. So I... I <laughs> At the first one's brilliant. She's 20 minutes in. This was just before Hugo revealed himself as the hooded claw, Dave, and then went bad guy. So, dear Chris and Dave, oh, and she, she basically entitled it Ali G and Catherine Tate. That's the title of the email. Dear Chris and Dave, I'm 20 minutes into the drama, and this is what we want from Love Island. My observation with Chloe and Toby is they are on two different pages. Toby is floundering. He doesn't have the same life experiences as Chloe the Temptress. Listening to them talk, Toby sounds like Ali G and Chloe sounds like Catherine Tate's not bothered <laughs> character. <laughs> okay, back to the drama for the remainder of the episode. So then she messaged us at the end of the show. She went, oh my God, Love Island 2021 has come to the party. This is what we've been waiting for. The fire pit recoupling is epic. Hugo grew a set of bollocks. Toby, Toby, Toby's bollocks shrunk and Chloe thinks she's the dog's bollocks. It was jaw-dropping. My husband walks in the room and said, why do you watch this? And promptly sat on the sofa engrossed in the drama. 
That was fan bloody tastic. <laughs> so brilliant, brilliant email. And also, Mr. O'Connor, if you are now a fan, you have no excuse. You're gonna to have to watch it all the way through, my friend. Now, Dave, we've got a brilliant email. This is from Pascal as well. Such a good email. But hey, guys, Chris and Dave, I've wrote in once before, or maybe I left a comment. And to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of writing, but you guys do such a good job. I'll spare the 10 minutes. Oh, thanks a lot, mate. I love listening to you guys. As a 36-year-old black male from London, I can imagine it's difficult to talk about some of the stuff and some of the obvious and disgusting choices made by the producers. Your coverage is excellent. Your thoughts and insights are well put together and thought through. Keep calling out double standards. I really enjoy your 90s and 80s references. Keep them coming. I'll try and get in contact more often, but what a season so far. Oh, and spot on from you guys. Danny was too street. Nothing wrong with this as Jack Fowler, which is true. Jack Fowler's the guy who's doing the adverts at the moment in between Love Island. Had something about, he was like like a uh, a rapper type thing. You could tell he was street, Dave. Uh, Had something about him, but it's the way you play it off to the cameras. Danny evidently has had no media training and can't mask his emotions for shit. Remember Ollie? He also left with the caption of, I love my ex and need to go back to her. This was because he'd had the trophy shots. Chloe, reminds me of the posh girl. Few drinks you can take her back or would intentionally want to piss dad off. Toby, you guys have done an excellent job on him already. Hugo, non-applicable, as you guys hinted, could go back to his ex after the show, but what a holiday. Faye, very aware of the cameras and always apologising after she lets rip at someone. Teddy, too cool for school. I agree, Teddy's the man. I've got to save some more writing for another email. Keep up the good word, Pascal. So absolutely brilliant. And also, Dave, he's put a PS. I palm most of your opinions as mine when I talk to the missus about the show. I think she <laughs> caught on, though, because my opinions usually arrive a day later. Dave, that is fucking brilliant. <laughs> You have to be a bit careful with our opinions <laughs> as well. Pascal, I was thinking back to that, that one-star review that we got. But, uh, don't put that in. Might get a crack. Don't put that in the divorce papers, mate. And then <laughs> and then oh, that is awesome. Brilliant. And one last line, Dave. We just put, also, it took me a little longer to find you guys since you've changed your name, which we did from Love Island cast to CDVL cast. But I sped through about 12 episodes and caught up, and I have totally sacked the official podcast off. Keep up the good work, Chris and Dave. What a great email, Dave. What a good guy as well. Cheers, Pascal. Great email. No, it's awesome. And, you know, utterly humbling as well. I I, I know I often say that. We often say that. But, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it is just us chatting. And I just love, you know, when we've got Love Island going on in particular, we're all watching it at the same time. We're all invested in it. And, you know, on the recording, obviously, there's there's usually two opinions yours and mine but then you know when we get people emailing in you know it just adds to it because you know we never say that our opinions are the right ones they're just our opinions at the end of the day yeah exactly so um yeah no no that's that's fantastic we've had an email from Kristen as well so she's put my mind is made up hello chris and dave it's decided i have done my thinking and it's decided fuck toby Here's my justification. <laughs> Toby and Kaz, they were all right. Some would say a slow burn, but seeing Toby with Chloe and now Abby, I see he just wasn't that into her. Chloe, she wanted a bit of Toby and she went for it. And I'm not that surprised given her track record of I'm partial to a married man. The two of them were pretty smitten and seemed happy together. Now, we already know Toby is immature as fuck, hence his reaction to being bottom free twice. 
He and Chloe already had their first argument. He was just an empathetic idiot, unempathetic idiot. Cute Abby. Whether she's really into him, I don't know. She's smart and she saw the low-hanging fruit. Toby's an idiot boy and went and went. Chloe's a bit annoying sometimes and Abby's hot. Hmm, what do I do? Now, here is when I'm about to rant. If I hear another word of, we agreed to we'd get to know other people. I'm going to fly from Sydney to Spain and slap him. <laughs> That's a hell of an expensive slap. You sure she said that? But your actions show that you're into Chloe and that you're basically villa half-boyfriend, half-girlfriend. Chloe's reaction is completely justified, and so is Hugo's. He was called two-faced, but it's probably because he didn't think it was necessary to tell Toby that going after Abby without thinking about Chloe was a fucking stupid idea. All the Villa boys know this and know that Toby just wanted justification that it was okay. Where's season five, Greg, when you need him? What was your thought process <laughs> behind this? Yeah. Hugo may be... <laughs> the best line ever. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Hugo may be a wet sandwich who can't flirt and maybe he is into Chloe, but I respect him for standing up for Chloe. We all know she's a little problematic, but Toby must be thicker than Faye's overline the lips. Love you, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, Dave, I'll be honest, I stayed well away from fucking Faye's lips, Dave. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> For that reason. Not saying no, a word. Not I've saying a word. Of, <laughs> Not biting. I've, I've plenty of people say what is going on with them live, but I'm yeah. I set you up for that, Dave. You let the team down. But, <laughs> but yeah, let's say no more on face lips, Dave. But anyway, brilliant email. Thank you, Kristen, again. Fantastic. Brilliant. Now, Chris, we also have had a voicemail come in. We have, Dave. And it is, a, it is again from our good friend, Joe. Hi, boys. It's Joe Russell again. I'm just on my way to the Cotswolds uh, for a few days. Oh, I know. Get me. And because of your podcast today, I've stopped off at Sainsbury's and I've bought myself a bottle of wine to watch the Hugo Fallout tonight. Yes! Now, um, talking of Hugo, yes, I heard you booing me, Chris. Not you, Dave. You're my current favourite. Talking of Hugo, fair bloody play to the boy for spicing up this series. Now, I... Don't know how I feel about the fact that he's playing a game and I never thought he was, as I said the other day, but now I do. Now I think he's playing a big, big, big game. He knows how to get airtime. He knows exactly what he's doing. But if he does get together, like actual snogging with tongues with Chloe, I'll be very disappointed in him. However, gotta say that I think his actions could win him this show. What are the odds? Let's get to the bookies. Hope you're okay, boys. Also, Toby, what a dick. That is awesome. Now, oh, oh that, was, <laughs> <laughs> that was the next one. <laughs> brilliant, Joe. Absolutely brilliant. And, uh, and, and in fact, Dave edited in the booing. It was him booing. Oh, fuck you. My <laughs> <laughs> favourite bit of that is, of course, that Dave is the favourite. But uh, what what do you reckon that... Um, what do you reckon to Hugo being the winner, then? 
Not on my fucking watch, Dave. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not on my watch, my friend. I, Not I, a chance. I can't see it. I know he's popular because he's a bit shit. He's got that Anton slash Dr. Alex vibe about him. Um, but Chloe is not popular at all, is she? And I just think no. even if they do this whole, you know, going from the friend zone into a relationship, I, I just don't see him being that popular. Um, no. But no, you, you never know. You never know. With the whole game playing, Chris, do you think that was Joe saying, you know, we were we were a bit right? I think she may have been, Dave, but, you know, she, she's not openly said. If she wants to send us another voice, <laughs> you know what, Chris? You were correct. I mean, you are now my favourite again. I'll happily accept it and we'll play it, Dave. No problem at all. But <laughs> brilliant, Jono. Thank you. So, so good. Dave, we have a new Patreon, my friend. Oh, my word. So we're now running at 15. I a glass of water to read these all day. So <laughs> our good friend Zoe has come over from Facebook and she's joined our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. Thank you for joining Zoe and thank you to everyone else on our, who's our Patreon. So let's get the roll call of honour. So as I've just said, we've got Zoe. So welcome Zoe. We've got uh, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Ed, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy Green, Haley. Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys. And every time I read it, I always think say read someone's name out wrong, but that is brilliant. So humbling. That's fantastic, Chris. Absolutely fantastic. When we started this podcast, all those, well, when was it? It was summer 2019, I guess. Yeah. You know, just you and I talking, you being the super fan, me being the cynic. Um, where we've come to is just unbelievable. Um, I, I just absolutely love it. But Chris, I am very much looking forward to Saturday night off, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> but uh, roll on Casa Amor on Sunday. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. And, and anything we've said to get today, guys, if you agree or disagree, please contact us on social media at CD Reality Cast or email us. Like Lorraine Stone and Denise and some of our other good friends are sending the names. Kayla, obviously. Um, CDRealityCast at gmail.com. So brilliant, brilliant stuff, mate. And we do get a day off, so brilliant stuff. If you're in the UK, there is the, the sort of behind-the-scenes one, so get watching that. But we will see you all on Monday, won't we, Dave? Yeah. Bye now. Bye.